Today, we're going to continue our conversation from last week on some surprising ways that you can not only save money on your wedding, but also increase the overall quality and value of the entire experience. That's all coming up next on the Wedding Planning Podcast. Thousands of engaged couples have planned simple, meaningful, and affordable multi-day, multi-event wedding celebrations, and you can do it too with Wedding Weekend by Design. Wedding Weekend by Design is a digital wedding planning package specifically for couples who want to maximize their wedding celebration across multiple days and multiple events. Whether you're stuck in the initial thoughts of, I don't think we can pull that off with our time and budget phase, or you've already committed, but you're finding yourselves in a tangled mess of half-made plans. Finally, I have an incredibly straightforward six-step framework to planning your multi-day wedding celebration from start to finish with absolutely zero guesswork. Visit weddingweekend.co to get started planning your dream celebration today. That website again is weddingweekend.co. Enjoy the show. Why, hello there, and welcome to this week's continued conversation from last week. This is part two of a two-part series, and we are highlighting some clever ways to not only save money on your wedding plans, but also just to really increase the quality and the overall value. And we're touching on everything from your decor to your invitations, food and drinks, even your venue. So many engaged couples equate a higher price tag with a higher quality end product or service. And that is just simply not always true. And even worse than that, having this mentality can add up to spending tens of thousands of dollars more than necessary for you to ultimately host a really memorable and a really meaningful wedding celebration. So the million dollar question is how do we develop an instinct for knowing when it makes sense to invest more money for a truly higher quality experience and when we can take a less expensive route and things will be just fine. And that's kind of what I'm trying to highlight in these two shows. As we all know, anyone who has delved into the world of wedding planning on the internet, there is absolutely no shortage of resources that are highlighting how to, quote, save money on your wedding. And that's a valid, very important question because not many of us are out there searching for ways that we can make things more expensive and Googling for ways that we can spend more money on our wedding. So saving money is a very important piece, but however, there are some deeper components to that. And again, we're gonna really, really highlight increasing quality, increasing value, and a byproduct of doing those two things very oftentimes is indeed saving money, which is a great goal to have. So let's get started today with two really, really basic things for you to consider in the early planning stages that are going to allow you to increase the value and the quality of pretty much every single aspect of your wedding. And we're going to start with cutting your guest list and keeping your guest list small. That is all fine and easier said than done and seems really, really simple, right? 
Now, I know that not everyone has the same idea or definition of a, quote, small wedding. For you, that might mean 12 people. And for someone else listening, it might mean 200 people instead of 400 people. So obviously, this is all relative. And we're going to approach this keeping your guest list small. Let's approach it from two different angles. And first, I'm going to start with quality. So the overall quality of your event, I believe, is in direct relation to the number of guests who are there. Now, again, we all have different definitions of what size wedding constitutes small, but I will say that in literally over a decade of having conversations with engaged people, one of the most common in retrospect feelings that is shared is that the event was too big and too overwhelming and couples continuously express that they wish they had more time to really, really be present and to connect with the people who were there. And unfortunately, in most cases, not all, but in most situations, it is not possible to have a meaningful connection point with 200 people in a room in a couple of hours. So again, I'm not saying that that's the right thing for you to do to have a 20-person wedding instead of a 200-person wedding. I'm simply saying that in most cases, the overall quality of your event is going to be increased if you can decrease the overwhelm factor and kind of increase the meaningful interactions that you do have with the people who you love who are at your wedding. So that's one angle of the quality part. Extending that a step further, let's go from quality into value. And here's where the kind of money saving aspect comes in. Now, value, there's literally no better way to control your overall wedding budget than to control your guest count. And again, that sounds like such a simple concept, but, (laughs) and it is a simple concept. It's just not always easy to put it into practice in terms of actually crossing out people who you had on a guest list, who you're realizing may not make the ultimate end cut. So just to put this into concrete numbers, you're probably top two or two of the highest wedding expenses you're going to face overall are going to be your venue rental and your catering cost. And again, there are other things that play into that. But for right now, let's just talk about your venue and your catering cost. Now, if you're working with an all-inclusive venue and you're looking at $150 per person, then a 100-person wedding is going to cost you $15,000. I'm going to try to keep these numbers as simple as possible because I don't have a calculator in front of me. So $15,000 for 100 people. Okay, so doing my math on the fly, let's cut that down by 25%. What if you could take a look at your guest list and say, you know what, these 25 people are friends of friends or friends who we have not kept in close contact with over the years, maybe they're former coworkers. If you could cut that number down by 25%, then that $15,000 number becomes, oof, less than $12,000, okay? 
So again, I'm working with round numbers. I'm doing it off the top of my head. But the overall message here is that if you are looking for a really easy way to cut overall expenses, or maybe it's not even about cutting the overall expense, maybe it's simply about rolling that savings into a higher quality event at the end. So being able to invest more in the individual components rather than investing it in the numbers of having 150 people there instead of 100 people there. This is just a good way to control your budget, to maximize quality, to maximize value. Okay, and then moving on from your guest list, let's talk about your venue a little bit more. And specifically, I want to throw out there that if you are able to host your wedding on literally any other day but Saturday, you're going to have an opportunity to save some money, increase the quality, increase the value. So you can host literally all the components can be exactly the same. You're just going to do it on a Friday evening, on a Sunday evening, maybe on a Sunday brunch time slot. There is a local venue here where I live in San Diego and my husband works with them literally every single year in conjunction with high school events that he's in charge of planning. And the bill is 30% less for a Friday evening or a Sunday event than it is for a Saturday event. That means your $15,000 venue bill becomes just over $10,000 if you can arrange for a wedding to take place any other day than a Saturday. And then of course, long weekend pricing would likely revert to the Saturday pricing, so that might not count check in with it. That's a lot of savings. 30% is a significant number. And like I mentioned in our last point on your guest count, even if it's not about saving 30%, maybe it's about investing that 30% into a higher quality photographer or into a designer dress that you are absolutely in love with. These are all ways that you can creatively extend your budget, maximize your budget, and or quote, save money at the end of the day. And our next point in today's conversation about increasing quality and overall value, this one is about your wedding website. And by extension, we're going to talk about invitations and paper products. So a great tactic here is go ahead and order beautiful wedding invitations, but something to consider is keeping them super, super simple. So that means absolutely no inserts or as few inserts as possible, the fewer, the less expensive, and then collect your RSVPs online and put your wedding website to work. If you're a longtime listener of the show, then you've heard me talk about minted weddings I absolutely love their end product or else I wouldn't share it with you practically every week. But to give you an example from their beautiful product line, I went on the website, I looked at 100 wedding invitations with deluxe paper, the five by seven size, and multiple all the enclosures. So I added an RSVP card, a reception card, a direction card, and a decorative band. And the total price tag out the door for all of those things was $1,500. Now, the exact same invitation design that I just mentioned, 
but we're going to go down to a four by six size and we're going to use standard paper instead of deluxe. Probably nobody is going to notice the difference. Just side note there. And then absolutely no enclosures. And that total price tag was $225. The same invitation. We just took out all the extras and all the fluff. So you're looking at $1,500 on the one hand, and you're looking at $225 on the other hand. If invitations are not something that is super high on your priority list, then I would venture to say that your wedding website can literally do $1,200 worth of work for you in terms of collecting your RSVPs, in terms of providing directions, providing all the information for your guests to have at a glance. That seems like a total no-brainer to me. Something to consider, and if you want to browse my personal favorite wedding invitations, including free websites, and even get 20% off your first order, you can visit weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted for lots more on that. And then next in our increasing quality and value conversation, I'm going to touch on transportation costs. Uh, The transportation piece usually comes in when couples are hosting a ceremony and a reception at two separate sites. That's one case. And the other case would be just shuttling guests from a hotel space or a central meeting space off to a reception site. So that's the other piece. And here I would like to propose, if you are early on in your engagement, I would really, really, really prioritize finding a venue that can host both your ceremony and your reception on the same spot. There are some hidden benefits to this, aside of what I want to focus on here, which is the transportation. Uh, This is not only going to enhance your guest's experience by not having to shuttle between one location and another, this is also going to completely simplify every single piece of the reception and the ceremony for you in terms of planning. And the last bonus, of course, is not having to invest in a separate ceremony and a separate reception site. Now, if you are getting married in a church or a synagogue or your place of worship, I understand that it might not always be possible to host the reception and the ceremony in the same space. So this is not going to apply to everyone. But if it is an option for you, I would really, really prioritize that. Savings here in terms of being able to cut out transportation costs, that's going to vary a lot based on your wedding size and your location, but transportation can easily be an expense that's well into the thousands and thousands and multiple thousands of dollars. So definitely something to consider. If I personally pause and think about all the fun things that you can invest money in in planning a wedding, hiring shuttle buses is not at the top of my personal list. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. 
Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me, and Susan and her team have helped me plan some unforgettable vacations, including a bachelorette party in Cabo and a family anniversary celebration in Cancun. They meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities and the professional assistance in choosing location, resort, activities, and transportation was absolutely priceless. Susan has been in the travel business for 27 years and she personally travels to her recommended destinations all the time. So she has firsthand on the ground experience with all the amazing resorts, excursions, and services that she recommends. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari that you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com And be sure to let her know that I sent you and get $50 off your final booking or $200 off your destination wedding. Her email one more time is info at susanstravelservices.com. Okay, picking things back up, I have some essential food and drink tips to share with you that are going to just skyrocket the quality and the value of your event. This is really a loaded topic. There are so many creative ways to cut costs with food and drinks that I could literally devote an entire series of episodes just to that. I'm going to keep it simple and brief for today's conversation. Generally speaking, catering will likely be one of your biggest wedding expenses. I mentioned that earlier in the show typically right up there with your venue space. And the good news is that there are endless creative ways for you to make swaps, omissions, and to incorporate some really creative enhancements in your catering to accommodate your budget and whatever vision you have. Let's focus quickly on your actual drinks. And I'm going to use a scenario here where we're serving alcoholic drinks. You may or may not be it works either way. So swap in sodas and tea if you're not doing alcohol. A huge way to increase quality and value in your reception or any other pre-party wedding event that you're hosting is to serve canned cocktails, beer, and wine that you supply from a warehouse store like Costco or Sam's Club. Now the savings here are multi-layered. So you're going to save by not having to hire as many bartenders because cracking a can takes an awful lot less time than making a deluxe Mai Tai. You're going to avoid a ton of waste from buying a bunch of extra liquor and mixers that may or may not get used and throw in garnishes there as well. Generally speaking, the fewer the options, the less confusion among your guests the less expense for you, much less waste across the board, and less work for your serving team. Canned cocktails and fancy seltzer drinks in every flavor and variety you could imagine are everywhere these days. 
And there's also a huge, endless selection of craft beer and wine that comes in really easy-to-serve cans. If canned drinks are not your style, that's totally fine. Another great option for controlling your quality and value at the bar is to choose just one or two specialty cocktails in addition to your favorite beer and wine. So again, the fewer the options, the better for your overall bottom line price tag and all those other benefits that I listed off a minute ago. So that's the drink component. I'm going to highlight just a couple of ideas for cutting back on your food catering bill. And the first is to choose a venue that will allow you to source your own catering. I know this is not an option for everyone, but prioritizing this early in your venue search can yield huge savings over being bound and obligated to use a venue's in-house caterer. And a side note, having Full control over the quality, the cuisine, and the service style are all added bonuses to having the freedom to selecting your own catering team. So a huge push in the quality and the value department there. And then the second really, really easy way to control your food costs is to simplify and scale back the appetizer offerings. You could even possibly arrange for a happy hour charcuterie spread that you plan, shop for, and set up on your own. There is a really, really detailed episode on this topic that I love. It's one of my personal favorites, and that's dated June 1st of 2022. That episode will be available on the public podcast feed for another couple of months, and it's a great deep dive if you're interested in learning more about setting up your own happy hour spread. And then the final food savings tip I'll share is to consider using a caterer that may not be a traditional wedding caterer. This could look like anything from the family-owned local restaurant down the street to inviting a couple of local food trucks on site. There are just so many creative ways to execute an amazing and unforgettable wedding day meal, and it makes me bummed out that so many couples get tunnel vision at the beginning of this process and miss out on all the opportunities that exist here. I hope our conversation today has inspired you to look out for more ways to increase the quality and the value of your wedding celebration. And I'll leave you with this. Just remember that classy does not always have to equal expensive. We just need to be open to exploring various creative options and make the most of what we've got to work with. And increasing quality and value opportunities are everywhere. Thank you for joining me this week, and I will look forward to talking again next week, same time, same place. You know what's the number one biggest regret that newlywed couples share? It's that our wedding came, went, and was over in the blink of an eye. So why not extend the experience out across multiple days and multiple events and make it a wedding weekend? There are just six easy steps to planning a life-changing wedding weekend, and you can access the formula right now when you visit weddingweekend.co. Take advantage of flexible payment options or pay in full and get a complimentary wedding strategy call when you visit weddingweekend.co. I'll see you there.